Hi, it's me. Uh, welcome to Fat and Black in Texas. This is Nikki Devon, your hostess. I am sitting down today with my great, great friend, Tyrena, a.k.a. Lovey Lamore. She is a co-producer of The Midnight Menagerie. She is in Fat Bottom. She was actually the first member of Fat Bottom. Um, she's an overall badass. And we are going to talk today about the policing of black women and girls' bodies. And uh, Ty is an expert on this because she has brothers and they police her ass all the time. So I want to welcome you. What is up, Ty? Let me let me let me start off first, bitch. Hold on. Just first of all, I have to talk about the audacity that is T.I. Now, at this point that we're recording, it's been about a month, but about a month ago, the rapper T.I., went on a podcast and said on a podcast that he goes to the gynecologist with his daughter to make sure her hymen is still intact. Girl. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> and, and as you would expect, motherfuckers went crazy. <laughs> like, that's, but specifically, the backlash from black women was, was just fucking crazy. So much so that he had to like go on Jada Pinkett's red table talk and fucking backstroke and backpedal out of it. And he was like, well, I did that when she was 15. She's 18 now. And Jada was like, Jada was giving it to him. She was just like, nah, nigga. Like, <laughs> but like, she like, nigga, come on. The come, audacity. The audacity. The audacity. Like her mom, Jada Pinkett's mom, the whole time was just sitting there shaking her head like this, nigga. Like, like, <laughs> Like, and he did, he was just, and, and the funny part about it, and the reason that I thought this was an important conversation to have specifically with you is like, at first he doubled down and he was just like, look, it's my job to make sure don't no random niggas try to take my daughter's virginity from her. Mm -hmm. And like, at first they couldn't get him to understand, like, what about choice? What about your daughter being her own person? And so... That's why I wanted to have this conversation today. Like, T.I.'s stupid ass sparked it. But then it had me thinking about all the ways that as black women, we have this, we constantly have to have this conversation yeah. about our bodies. So, a little bit about Ty. Um, Ty, actually, I'm not going to tell you shit about Ty. Hi, Ty! Hey! You, how about you tell people a little bit about your background with, just about who you are. All right. So, like Nick said, you know, my name's Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in small town, Texas, tiny, tiny town, like right on the beach. Um, I have three brothers and I have all boy cousins. I maybe have like one or two cousins who are our girls, but we never got along. I was a top yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I've met all of her brothers and all of her cousins and they are fucking rowdy. And the thing that I think it's really interesting is that, you know, even at your age now, like Ty's a grown ass woman, they still treat her or try to treat you like you're ba like you're their baby, like you're like you're their like they call you Ty yes. Ty, like I, so. I started calling Ty 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 because <laughs> <laughs> from hearing your uncles and brothers call you Ty Ty. It's you know it's like the, it's the weirdest shit in the world. It's like I'm the baby, but like everybody wants to, I don't know, like respect me or look up to me. But I'm still the baby, right? Like, I'm still the baby. Yeah. So as far as success goes, I like you know if things were if you could measure, I don't know, whatever. In black families, success is. I'm over I know I'm overgeneralizing, but in our culture, a lot of times success is measured by how much money you make. Yeah. Right? So <clears throat> if we're going off of that, technically, like you and your older brother, uh, Marcus, are successful. You guys are the successful ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, very, very independent, but you're still thought of as the baby. Yeah. Like <laughs> even with all the success, even with Sometimes you take care of your mother and your like you take care of everybody and you're still absolutely considered like oh but that's baby girl yeah. like I even still have so many people to say oh, but you're baby girl I'm like but baby girl is getting shit done <laughs> what are you talking about right now like I'm like I'm about to call you baby boy fuck out of here <laughs> do you, so do you now so this virginity things I feel like. And of and of course there could be this could just be me being a little sensitive, but <clears throat> I feel like this is kind of 
not where it starts, but where a lot of problems start is this idea that virginity has to be guarded and protected. And I think a lot of policing of little girls start sometime with this this virginity shit, this virginity thing. Do you find that that was true when you were growing up? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, it's crazy because even as black women, it starts with your mom, right? right? It starts with your mom yes. and your aunties, you know, and stuff like that. Like, I can remember being, like, seven or eight years old, and, and I'm I'm a tomboy. I love running with the boys. I love, like, riding motorcycles and going fishing and all these different things. And I remember, like, at a young age— before 10, you know, when my mom first told me, hey, hey, quit fucking with them boys. Get over there. Get away from them. Yes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We yes. hang out all the time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And it's, it's really funny, too, because like I there was this there was this there was this kind of dichotomy because it was like, OK, well, you chunky. So mm-hmm. you you they, thick you thick you and thick. chunky. So you have to. So it's like you're thick and chunky, and you're and you're you are um, filling out too early or whatever. So you so they always they're like you can't run around like that because you got titties now. Yes. You can't run around like that because you got ass and you got thighs. You got to put you got to put some pants on. All of a sudden, it went from me being able to wear whatever the fuck I wanted, shorts, whatever, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. to having to like cover up and worry about my tits flopping around. So there's that. So it's like you can't play with boys because you're worried that they're going to sexualize you. Yes. In some sort of way. And then that also at the same time, we're protecting you. It's 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 it, real fucking it's weird. Like, yeah, it's like giving it's like putting all this responsibility on you, mm-hmm. but also saying, but it's 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 for you. It, it, it's so that it's so that nobody will get you goodies. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Like I remember even being in church like as a young girl and um you know, say like on the first Friday or last last Sunday of the month, I don't even remember, but they're like, you don't have to wear um, like church clothes today. You can come in, sh- in pants, right? Just right. wear some blue jeans. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to wear my blue jeans at church, this cute little shirt. This is going to be good. And I'll never forget, like I went to church just one day at some age. And like my pastor pulling me to the side, like you can't wear those jeans, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, but oh, hold up, de- time out. There's like eleven girls to the left of me, and they're all wearing. They je- all got jeans. They on. all got jeans on. What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking it, about, it, bitch? The fr- so only second to only second to my family, and I ha- it has to be said, like my mom. My mom did a really good job of. Letting me know I was the shit. She did a very good job of being like, you know, you cute. You little chunky, but you cute. Like, she did mm-hmm. a really good job because she knows it's going to have a hard enough time with the shit coming from everybody else. But she still was really, really strict about what I wore and how I moved and, like, thing too much showing or things being too tight or whatever. Only the only thing second to that was fucking church. Yeah. The first time somebody referenced my goodies was at fucking church, yes. and I remember being like, "What the fuck are goodies? Mm-hmm. Well, who's well, who's trying to get them? And what are they?" Like I remember a deacon being like, yes. "Girl, you got to close your legs. People gonna see your goodies." I'm like, "My goodies? Is he talking about my stomach or my thigh?" Like I just remember that sexualized conversation being put on me before I even. Knew, knew, or <laughs> understood. I'm like, you old motherfucker. If just because you looking at my like, which then begs the question: <laughs> Fuck you looking at my thighs and my legs? Yes, Deacon so and so. Exactly. Like, maybe you should keep your ass it's over like, there. Like, you know, sister Ty, we can't, we can't have you coming in the church like that. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> my I'm, nigga, I, I, you should be happy. I'm here. <laughs> Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I, I would get, like, I remember in church, I constantly got in trouble, literally, from wearing the exact same things right. girls who were smaller than me wearing. Right. And I would I would get pissed, and I would argue, and I'd be like, but she has on that, she, bubba, and they would be like, it, it just, it don't it look the different. same. It's different. And I'm like, it's not different. Because what? Because I'm fat? Because I'm thick? Like, y'all can't take it? Yeah. Nah, get out of here. And And I think that a lot of that has to do, too, with... The how dare you? How how dare you be okay with something that we're uncomfortable with? Exactly. Like that, and that and that was a that was a lesson that I learned really early on too. Because I so like when I was younger, I liked to break dance, 
and I couldn't break dance. Bitch, she was breaking back. Bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> let me tell Let me let, find out you listen, were pop locking and shit. Let, <laughs> let me tell you, every day after school, there was an old shitty piece of aluminum by the trash can. Oh. And you best believe that we pulled out that alum, put, linoleum, not aluminum, old ass piece of linoleum. We would pull it out. We set it, like put rocks on it so it would stay flat. Bitch, I look. I, my chunky ass was out there with everybody. Everybody pop locking it, dropping oh my it, God. did the robot, all that shit. Um, well, you learn something new every day, bitch. You couldn't tell <laughs> I me. Had I, no idea. You couldn't tell me. I couldn't. You couldn't tell me I couldn't break dance. Anyways, so I used to break dance, and once I started getting titties, that hindered my break dancing. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to do an egg roll or do around the world, and I got these titties flapping all up in my face. So I used to, I used to bandage my tits down so that they wouldn't be flopping all over the place. And I remember mom coming in one day, and I'm like wrapping my shit up, and she's like, "What, what, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm about to go break dance." And she's like, "You know, if you would just be a little bit more girly." And and stop trying to run with the boys and stop always trying to hang with the boys. You wouldn't have to do that. After a while, people are gonna start to think you fast. Yeah. Oh. And I was oh, like, oh yes. Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> Just, I hate that word. I hate. I hate that word. That word. For those of you that are listening, that maybe don't know what that word is. So that is a cultural term. So. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for other cultures. I know it is a huge black. It is a huge black community term when you call somebody fast. No, and, and when you country, girl, my mama used to be like, "You little fast ass heifer, come here." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "What? Yes. What are you talking about? Like, right now? what does that mean? <laughs> what does this mean? I am appalled. Like, and that was like, you couldn't. I'm I'm talking about like if somebody call you fast, it's the equivalent of calling you a slut or a hoe a or hoe. Yeah. a hoe. It, it it was just the the thing that they used when you were too young to call you a hoe. They called you that, fast. That's exactly like if you're like, oh. You over there acting fast. Oh, so you over there being a hoe. You being a hoe. <laughs> it's essentially the word hoe for a seven or eight year old. Yeah. How fucked up <laughs> bitch that? it is. That's it exactly is. what oh it is. Oh my God, I never thought about that it. That is it exactly is. what it, it fucking is. is. So essentially, when you call your eight year old fast, you are calling your eight year old a little hoe. And I couldn't figure out. Like I'm like I just I look I'm trying to I'm trying to run these niggas on this linoleum out here with this break dancing I don't give a fuck about all this other shit you're talking about I and the reason I hang out with boys is because I at the time I just didn't understand other girls like I I yeah. wasn't interested I wasn't boy crazy I was a late bloomer right so I I just didn't understand any of the shit they was talking about half the time like it, I just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't work. I, it, my friendships with girls didn't work at that point because I didn't understand them. Exactly. And I think it's because I was a late bloomer. Like I, being a late bloomer, or like just genuinely being a tomboy. Like yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I love that I have a great group of girlfriends now, and I love y'all. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love Fuck you. Yeah. I love all of our friends so much. Fuck yeah. But for years, literally up until me going to school. Like moving to Austin and you know going to school at UT, like I, I never hung out with any of the girls around me, and it was the craziest. I didn't have a girls' group of friends until like I joined our dance group, Fat Bottom Cabaret. <laughs> like, no, I'm dead ass serious though. Like, and a lot of girls in our troop say that too. All of all of us. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be the only like the only one that like I got lucky once I got into high school. I was like, oh, okay, okay, I get it now. Like, I once I got into high school, I was like, all right. I, cool but like it took a while <laughs> yeah and like and i'm not even a flex like you asked asked me my preference of like people i want to hang around i love hanging around with dudes because it's just what i'm used to it's what i was raised around it's what i grew up with so you know it's funny because so when i was when i was thinking about the like virginity guarding because that's what i've decided i'm gonna start calling it because that's what they do they guard your virginity it's like they make it their job to Whatever. I didn't have brothers like you did, but I had guy friends. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, like, I was a virgin all through high school. And one of the main reasons I was a virgin all through high school is because the the guy friends in my life was like, nah, nigga, she ain't, not this one. Yes. Not this one. Find somebody else, not that one. You can't, you can't. And, and it was because of, you know, 
It was because of my. It was because they were like, nope, she's a virgin, so you can't. Same. Say, and even before like the virginity conversation even happened, I remember being like, you know, preteen, maybe like 12 or so. But I, I also I went to high school really early. So I was in high school when I was like 13. And I remember being a freshman and something happened where like all of the, the men in my life around me lost their fucking shit. And I remember, like, when boys started to, like, like me or tell me, you know, oh, you know, I want to date you, blah, 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 this and that. Like, my older brother, Marcus, he was not fucking having it. He wasn't having it. And and we're not even talking about sex or anything. We're just talking about, like, a cute little crush on somebody. Yeah. I remember several times of where, like, you know, some dude could be could have been just one of my friends. We're at the park hanging and someone's sitting next to me and my brother just popping up out of nowhere and, like, shoving this person or like smacking them in the yeah. chest like fuck are you doing next to my sister and I'm like what is wrong with you yeah. and and it even went so far with a lot of my friends they would cover me up so they would they would yes, put yeah. their yep. jackets over me and cover mm-hmm. my body up like that's yeah. how much ownership people think they have over your body so mm-hmm. much so that they oh well ownership people thought that they had over my body so much so that they would cover me yes. up because clearly bitch you can't make good decisions so let me so let me help you out <laughs> so let me help you out because you can't make good decisions about what you're gonna wear so i'm gonna throw this jacket across your titties real quick because you don't seem to be able or girl to be modest when you be in church and they hit you with the little cloth over your oh. head <laughs> you're like here baby you, you need to put this right there for what the you got this uh, tablecloth on my lap. What are you doing? Off my lap. What are we doing today, uh, baby? Why don't you cross your legs at your ankles? Like, no, bitch. I can't get these thighs crossed like that. Right? I cannot cross your legs. So the way my leg meat is set up, <laughs> my legs don't actually cross. <laughs> like, bitch, you know how hard it is just to keep these motherfuckers from not rubbing together. Seriously, I am not. You look. You can throw all kind of sheets over my. I don't give a fuck. I just, nah. I'm not crossing my legs. I'm not. Do you know, side note, side note, I don't know if you knew this about my sister. My sister for a little time had a, for like for a short time, had a modesty cloth business where she made little Bitch, modesty. I seen them little stupid ass. <laughs> yes, I did. It was amazing. She made these little modesty cloths, which was essentially just like a big piece of square fabric and put lace and shit on them. Them church ladies bought that I, shit. I know, I know they bought the, they bought the fuck out of them modesty claws. I'm really surprised that she don't still do it because she. I feel like she made a lot of money. Yeah, she hit some licks on the old church lady. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> keep them, keep them legs. Don't get your modesty. Cl- I can't even say that, motherfucker. You what is say- that? Modesty cloth. Girl. You can't even say the word <laughs> modesty. <laughs> Miss, give me some modesty. Can you give me some modesty? Um. But yeah, I th- I mean this is this is what I'm talking about like this how you grow up. And and again, like I know that black women aren't the only women that this has happened to. Like you grow up with all these different people and 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 groups in your life dictating or trying to dictate what you do with your body. So I know that it don't does not only happen to black women, but I feel like it happens to black women in a way that is hypersexualized. It's it's like, and I don't, and I don't know if it's because of the way our bodies look. develop and the way they look yeah. and the way, like I just feel like it was so sexualized for me so early. It was so much about just like no. This is, you need to cover this up. Nobody needs to see this. Nobody needs to see that. You can't wear that. You can't wear this. Why do you have that on? And like, at first, it wasn't about me being chunky. Of co- It quickly became into about, yes. you know what I mean? Like, it got there quickly, but like, I mean, what? how old do you think you were? Like, I feel like I was really young when oh, yeah. it started. Oh, yeah. I was, I, I like I told you, I know I wasn't 10 yet. Like, I had to be, like, probably maybe between the ages of, like, seven and eight years old. Probably. That, see, and that's, so, like, I feel like it also, like, never mind church, because church is just fucking ridiculous. But, like, when church is, I shouldn't say never mind church. Church is such a huge part of your life. A lot of a lot of black people, church is a huge part of your life. Like, for a very long part of my life, I went to church three times a week. I know you did, too. Same, three or four yeah. times a week. And... 
you are you learn a lot about your power and your control and your and and just you learn a lot about yourself in church and you learn a lot about um who's in charge I feel like in church and for a really long time I I genuinely thought that other people knew what was best for me you know what yes. I mean do you I mean did you feel like you went through that too or yeah absolutely well I felt like well if I'm being completely honest I felt like I was fucking brainwashed like fair like <laughs> I just I did because you know, when I when I started going to church, I started going on my own and I found this particular one that I really liked and I used to ride my bicycle to it and it was everything to me. But I started when I was probably 10 years old, right? you know, and I stayed until I was like at least 15 or 16. Yeah. And for those first years, absolutely anything they would have told me, right. I would have done right. anything, you know, so and, and I admired these people. I loved they, they were my everything. They were my everything. Yeah. You know, and when you're a little girl and someone is your everything and they're like, oh, baby, you can't you can't wear pants. You can't you wear can't jeans. Do that. Yeah. Like those jeans are too tight. Like we can see you can't wear those jeans again. And, you know, as a kid, I'm just like, oh, OK. okay. I'm not, <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not wearing jeans. No Sister more. So so says I shouldn't wear that. Right, so I'm not gonna wear you know, that. first lady said I can't wear jeans. Guess mm-hmm. I'm not wearing jeans anymore. You Same. know, what I'm, like and and then you know when you're chunky or when you're thick, then you get to this weird place where you're dressed like a fucking grandma. Bitch, I was <laughs> just about to say that. You know what I'm saying? Oh my fucking I can't God. wear this. I can't wear this. So y'all gonna put me in the mobile fucking outfits? Like what Bitch, is y'all doing today? I was looking at some old pictures of myself from when I went to church, and I'm like, and you look like the, somebody's nana. Why the fuck am I dressed like a grandma? Why, why the fuck do I look like somebody's auntie at the fucking viewing of a funeral? Why do I have this on? Why the fuck do I have these big ass shoulder pads? Why do I have these clothes on yeah what i look like i'm playing in my mother's clothes exactly and every single one Exa- of those and it was because pictures. and it was because mm-hmm. i was told i had to cover up i had to be i had to be modest i had to cover up and and again like okay yeah well, uh, because this is what you know this is all you know this is you know it and and also before i knew that i was exceptionally gay <laughs> the, the other part of it was now if you want a nice man if you once I started getting out of teenage because I was in church from the time that I was five to almost 30 right so like once I started getting out of my teenage years they were like if you want to catch a man you're gonna have to make sure that you are you know if you're not already if you're not a virgin anymore you at least have to be modest so then mm-hmm. I was like fuck I gotta be this person that I do not recognize or identify with if I want or I'm gonna be alone forever like so yeah. then it just like bleeds into your relationships mm-hmm. yeah yeah it does I, yeah and, and it was funny because it was like so many people around me put so much importance on my virginity on my virginity not theirs like because nigga what did you do back in 97 <laughs> you, know, you know what i'm saying but it's like but it was like my virginity was so important to so many other people that it became like this big fucking thing for me you know what i'm saying like huge like huge thing i'm Girl. like because such and such says i have to be a virgin because then yeah. you know because like i i remember even having cousins in high school like no nah, don't talk to my cousin my cousin a virgin like you're not you're not finna yeah fuck, you're not finna fuck with my cousin like straight up yeah. and like dudes wouldn't date me or wouldn't talk to me yeah because some of my older cousins or siblings done had a side Bitch. conversation with the i'm like y'all niggas is fucking up my game you like what are you, you cock blocking look listen by the time I lost my virginity, I was trying to give that shit away. I was like, please, Jesus, can somebody please take this goddamn sickness? Because it, it felt like a sickness. Because even when, I, even when I did date somebody, when they would find out I was a virgin, they'd be like, ah, oh, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, my nigga, I want to get rid of it just as much as you want me to not have it. Like, at this point, I'm like 22 years old. Can you take this shit, please? Can you get rid of it? Because it was like this thing looming over me. Mm-hmm. It became this, like, it's got to be special. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be the perfect person. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. And at this point, I'm like, nah, bitch. I will take the first nigga that comes through here with some chicken and Oreos. You can fucking have it. I am done I need to be rid of this shit. Right? And, and my experience was a little different. I lost my virginity at 16 and no one even knew. 
bitch. No one knew. And so <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because I have all my cousins, you know, going to school with me. And they're like, yeah, my cousin's a virgin. You can't fuck with her. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> Not really, nigga, but go ahead. Okay, then. <laughs> Your cousin been getting down for a minute now. But, <laughs> but like, I just let them talk they shit. Like, I was just like, I like it, I don't know what. I think when I started college is when I was just like, okay, everybody around me is fucking. And ain't nobody bursting the flames yet. Ain't nobody, like, Jesus ain't struck nobody down yet. And they all fucking. And... I think it's time for me to start fucking. So like, so like, literally, that's how it was for me. I was just like, I want, I want to fuck. Like, I'm, I'm ready to like know what all the, I want to know what all the hubbub is about. Girl. I want somebody to touch my vagina. Like, I, like, I just, but I, there's, it's like even though I was past my shit, everybody else was. Everybody was still on their shit. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't even pledge Delta because I was a virgin. They were like, oh, we don't pledge virgins. They made my life hell when I was trying to pledge. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's some bullshit. It's some bullshit. But, again, like, people having this, like, control over what we do. And 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 it bleeds into your relationships then, right, too. Yeah. Like, I'd be lying if I didn't say I maybe let one or two dudes dictate how I dressed or you know what I mean? Like, absolutely, I agree. I agree. And you're like, what? Is, what is wrong with that? But then, right, when someone does that to you, it takes you back to church. Hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, hmm. You too thick to wear that? Okay, so I'm gonna wear this. Or being in church, like, oh no, no, you can't wear that in front of the in front of these men in here. Oh, okay, so then I'm gonna change and I'm gonna not wear that. Yeah. And then so you're already conditioned yeah. by the time you're in a relationship yeah. to be like, oh no, nah, you can't go out the house like this, and you're like. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, like you've been conditioned since you're fucking seven years old. Because you've been fucking conditioned to listen to somebody else be like, nah, nah, you ain't doing that. I don't want nobody else to see that. Like, I don't want nobody else to be looking at you. I don't want nobody else to be looking at you. That's for me. That's for me. And in my head, I'm like, girl, he really loved me. He only wanted <laughs> He only wanted <laughs> He only wanted to be the one to see my goodies <laughs> and right. my thigh meat. <laughs> No, nigga, that's about control. This nigga is controlling you. Exactly. But you're right. It's being conditioned. It's being conditioned to like, to like they they, they know better than me. They know better. Yeah. He's saying it with conviction. He he probably you know. And, and then I have to sit back and think. Now, now, how in the fuck did I sit up here and let somebody tell me what to wear on my motherfucking body? <laughs> what type of shit is that? And then wait, and then you're like, and not just somebody. This nigga, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga <laughs> with bad credit and bad teeth, <laughs> don't know, they don't know how to drive. Like, so come, girl, like, talking about some my girl, my girl ain't gonna be going out the house. Like, hold up, where's your job? Where's your actually? How about you stop your curbside pharmaceutical company that you got going on? Let's talk about it. Hmm. And then we talk about what I can and can't wear. But at the time. At the time, I was like, I gotta be a hood nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm living in a music video, bitch. I gotta gotta be a hood nigga. He he pushing weight. He ain't pushing shit. He pushing $20 crack rocks. Remember when you were dating a hood nigga and going to like the corner store to the gas station was the biggest shit in the world? Oh, (laughs) my God. Like, again, another cultural thing, right? It's... Shit, t- that takes you into fucking rap culture. Takes you into rap culture. It's like, it, it, again, every, every it comes from all points, all points. Why did I want to be the girl of some unintelligent, slightly unattractive man just because, just because he happened to be selling? Like, yeah. it's like I got sold this idea of like. When someone tries to control you, it's special. Yeah, you want oh to God. be you want to be his bit. You want you want me, like I want to be that ride or die. Exactly, I'm gonna exactly. be his. I'm gonna ride for my nigga. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> do you ride for you? <laughs> like working at your state job, going go to pick his ass up on the corner Come on. at the bus stop because he don't have a fucking car. Like, why is this your life that you chose, Nikki? Why was that your life? In your late twenties, yeah. why was that what you were doing? Again, like, and I remember so vividly. I remember so vividly. I, this is gonna sound silly, and this is probably gonna date me. There was, 
there was these fucking shorts that I had, bitch. And they were kind of, they were a little bit coochie cutters, but I just, I love them hoes. And they had like, they were like distressed at the bottom. And mm-hmm. then I had like this really, really, really like, like big uh, jersey. So I would wear this real big jersey that kind of like opened to show my cleavage and then these tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny little shorts. And that was just my favorite fucking outfit because my my, th- my thigh meat was out and like you could see my little cleavage and my titties and I just felt cute and felt powerful and felt sexy. And I will never forget, I went to go like to the corner store. I, I don't even remember what I went to the corner store to get. I walked to the corner store. I'm walking back from the corner store to my own apartment that my money pays for, from my job. And this nigga pulls up in my car. Oh. <laughs> oh, we could do. Oh, we could do all. We could do a whole fucking episode about Nikki bad decisions. But um, he pulls up in my car, yells out the window, "Hey!" Fuck you got on. Take your ass in the house with that. I can see all up on your booty cheeks. Now, any Nikki now would have been like, my nigga, if you don't get your ass. The fuck gone. The fuck out my face. <laughs> you about, Nikki now would have cussed his ass out. Nikki back then was like, okay, daddy. And like. <laughs> Bitch, you skedaddled like Celie back into the fucking house. Back God into the down. And like, I listen, I, now I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck, bitch. What the fuck? Yeah. How did he get that control? How did he get that? And why wouldn't you be with somebody that instead would have been like, Hong Kong, what's up, bitch? I see you. That's my baby. That's my baby. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you be with somebody like that? Again, conditioned. Yeah. Conditioned. It took me a really long time. It took me. I mean, of course, like now, dude, I won't. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Period. What, bitch. Period. What I the did. fuck I want? I, I do what the fuck I want. Girl. I do what the fuck I want. But still, even at my age now, every day I'm having to have these very clear conversations with people about my boundaries for my body. Yeah. Every day. Like, still, still, you know, never mind the fact that, like, everything in society shows you. Black women are what you want to be. You want everything that a black woman has. You want all. You want the swag. You want all the shit. You want the the colloquialisms. You want the body. You want to get your little booty. Mm. You want you want all of the things. But you don't really want to be a black woman because being a black woman is hard. So what you do is you copy and you take and you mimic and you do all those things. But you don't really want to be a black woman. And then when you do those things, you have the audacity to tell the black woman. When she does it. When she does it. When it's natural. <laughs> then it's ghetto and it's gross and it's yeah. inappropriate. So it's yeah. like that's the shit that I feel like we have to constantly combat now. Every like, single fucking day. Like. From your hair oh to your butt to your hips to your legs to how you talk to how you have to fucking code switch for people. Oh. Bitch, do you know how fucking tired I am? Of code switching for motherfuckers? Like, seriously. I'm like, oh, do you want to hear the real Tyrena or do you want me to talk like this so I can have a conversation with you motherfuckers? I I hate code switches. I hate codes. I hate. I'm having a whole episode about code switching, side note, because it is a huge thing. The other day, I was talking to this woman and she was talking over me. Like, I was, I would say something. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. What I wanted to say was like, Bitch, silence. Silence, bitch. I am talking right now. Sit your ass down and shut the fuck up so I can tell you what I'm trying to say. But instead, I'd have to be like, so, I think that we're having a problem communicating right now. I think that what I'm saying isn't being heard in the way that I'm trying to deliver it. And so I think what needs to happen is that we just take some time apart and then we'll come back and we'll discuss it. Like, just, I have to lower my voice. I have to give an even tone because if I have the audacity to have any emotion you're angry i'm angry <laughs> and then you get Girl. and then you get the puppy duck like well i'm not trying to upset you i'm like it's too late karen because you've been talking over me for 45 fucking minutes now i want to kick you in the throat so you don't get to backpedal now and get the lost puppy dog eyes you don't get that shit now yeah yeah and that shit kills me because it's like oh i let you talk to me fucking reckless 
Like if you mm-hmm. heard my reckless, you you bitch, you wouldn't want to hurt yourself. I'd probably right? get fired. Right? If you, if you exactly, <laughs> none of us will have jobs, which is why we code switch to begin with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm like, you just talk to me reckless for like 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and now I have to minimize myself mm-hmm. to address you. If I want to pay my bills, yes. If ma'am, I want to sure pay do. my bills, bitch. But catch me on a Saturday, look, and this gonna look like a whole different conversation every time. So. My thing is, for those of you, I don't know if anybody hear this that doesn't know this, but I love earrings. Earrings are my jam. Everybody's got their vice. My vice are earrings. I have all these different kinds of earrings. I routinely, I would say at least once a week, have to karate swipe and, and, and like juke somebody to keep them from touching my earrings without ask. They don't ask. They just come up and touch my body. Because it never occurs to them that they do not have access to it. Yeah. It never occurs to them that they don't have access to it. And this is another episode we're going to talk about. But, like, this happens to people with incredibly curly hair. This happens oh, to yeah. pregnant women. This happens to people that are heavily tattooed. This, You know what I mean? Like, this idea that, like, you can just touch somebody without their permission, first of all, is is just dumb. But secondly, like... I think it happens in a way to black women that is almost like you're daring me. You're daring me. It's like when you take, to me, it feels like when you take it upon yourself to touch me, like you have that unlimited access, whether it's to touch my hair or my mm-hmm. earrings or anything, I feel like you're da- You're like, you're like testing the waters. You're testing the waters to see if I'm going to be what your pre- prejudiced idea of me is mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like is she is she gonna snap is she gonna get loud is she gonna start clapping her bitch don't t-. like it, is it like you can almost see that they're like testing if they're gonna if I'm gonna let the the fucking tiger out the cage and sometimes like I very sweetly go oh no no honey we don't touch we don't touch I have to treat you like a child oh no no mommy we're gonna keep our hands to ourselves that's all I have to do Monday yeah. through Friday. On Saturday, I'm going to cuss your ass out. <laughs> On Saturday, you're going to get a good old-fashioned cussing. On Saturday, you're going to get your fucking hands swatted, bitch. Do not, first of all, touch anybody. Yeah. But do not, there is, people feel like they have access to black women. They just do. Yeah. They just do. Yeah. Like, I, if I if I had a dollar, bitch, for every time someone touched or tugged or pulled my hair oh my when God. I wear my fro out, like Bitch. it's a fucking nightmare. It's, it's a, nightmare. a fucking nightmare. First of all, let's 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 talk about one thing. To get a fro to perfectly stand oh, the bitch, fuck up, talk about it. Talk and your about curls it. to be luxurious. Talk about looking it. Looking hella moisturized. Talk without a piece of frizz, <laughs> without nothing. Without but, you, pi- but you bitch. got that bitch in a whole perfect three sixty circle. Perfect. Looking like a halo, bitch. You, Looking like do you look. know. Do you know the amount of hours and product Listen. and time and all the shit it takes to do that? So Just, when you when you put your funky ass fingers in and my I don't mother. Know, I don't know you. I don't know where your hands be. I don't know. I don't know what your cleanliness. I don't know what your cleanliness is like. Real talk. Do you wash your hands? You know, but real talk. Fuck your hands. Fuck your clean. Do you know how long it took me to get my hair to look like this? Bitch. And now you're fucking it up. That's what it is. That's what kills me. I'm like, like I'm to the point now where if someone touches my hair, I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face. Listen, I'm making. Look, look. Here's a public service announcement for those of you that don't have curly hair. Let me explain to you some bitch. It is hard fucking work. It don't matter your race. If your hair is curly as fuck, that shit is hard. That shit has a mind of its own. That shit don't give a fuck about what you want it to do half the time. So you spend a smooth hour sometimes just trying to not look homeless, bitch. That's it. You're just trying to not look homeless. You ain't even trying to look like you stepped out of a magazine. You're just trying to not look homeless, bitch. bitch. So, yeah. I need you to understand this. If you don't have curly hair, that shit is not easy. So do not Walk up to somebody with curly hair. I know it looks good. Do you know how I know? Because I spent an hour and a half on this Come shit. Come on. I spent an hour and a half not even not even adding shit to it, not straightening <laughs> it, not doing no shit. I spent an hour and a half just shaking my head in different directions so <laughs> just, this motherfucker could bounce. Like, literally. I'm just trying to get it to look right. And please, oh, Jesus, look, you cannot run your hands through it. Oh. You can't. 
You can't. You can't. You can't. Just, so you, just don't. I can't even run my hands through it. I can't shit. run my hands through what it. Are we doing? I can't get a brush or a comb through it either, bitch. Really? I haven't technically combed my hair in a smooth three years. Like, you cannot. You can't. You do not comb curly hair. You just tame it. You tame it. And it takes a very long time. So keep your fucking hands out of it. I used to have an afro. I legitimately, I was tired of having hair, truthfully. But I cut, a lot of the reason that I cut my hair was that I was just tired of people touching it. I was tired. I was just like, I am tired of having to have this conversation. Not only do I have to correct you about touching my hair, then I have to explain to you why you can't touch me. Which is the part of it that is the most baffling to me. Not only <laughs> not only do I have to remind your ass to keep your hands to yourself. Then I got to explain. Then I got to explain to your ass some shit that I know your mama taught you when you were four. I know she did. I know your mama taught you not to touch shit that ain't yours yeah. when you were four. Surely Daisy is not the only mama that was like, if you touch anything, I'm going to knock your head off. You know? No, I, like, I learned at four not yeah. to touch things that were not Same. mine. Four. Same. Four. Don't touch that. Don't touch her. You don't know her. Don't put that down. Like, so it's something that you know. Don't touch people. So it's strange to me when people just think, la da da, oh, fro, cool. Damn. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> who made you like this? <laughs> like, every, every time somebody touched my hair, I'm like, nigga, who made you like this? Do you, so one night, this is one of the times in my life that I was most proud of myself. I was at my favorite bar in Austin. It's called the VC. And I had, my hair was already cut. So it was cut in the way that it's cut now. But the top part of it was incredibly curly. I had just like moosed it up. So it just looked like this big, like, like I remember that rooster cockatoo. <laughs> like it was just curly and awesome. So I'm sitting at the I'm sitting at the VC and I feel someone take one of my curls and pull it and boing it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Anybody that has curly hair knows what I'm talking about. Where yes. someone like pulls your hair to and then lets it go because they want it to boing back up because they're fucking seven. But um so I feel someone do it in my periphery. So this motherfucker came at me from my periphery. First of all, you should never approach anyone, but definitely not a woman who's alone from her periphery by putting your hands on her. Just number one, because I turned around swinging just because I you just <laughs> I got I got I just turned around swinging because I didn't know what was happening. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, did you just. Did you just boing my hair? He's like, oh, my God, your hair. And he's just, like, happy. He's like, oh, my God, your hair is so cool. And I was like, what's your name? And he was like, oh, it was like, I don't know, Justin, some frat boy name. And I said, what's your mom's name? And he was like, huh? I was like, what's your mama's name? And he was like, Lisa. I was like, did Lisa raise your ass to touch random bitches at the bar? Did Lisa raise you to do that? And he was like, what? I was like, call Lisa on the phone. Let me talk to Lisa. I would love to talk to Lisa real quick. Come on. And ask Lisa if she raised her man, her little boy, to touch random women in the bar. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to hit on you. That's not what the fuck I said, bro. It's what you just did. It's what you just did. It's what you just did. And luckily, he was drunk. So give me your phone. Is your mom's name on your phone? He gave me his phone and I couldn't get into it, but I was about to call this motherfucker's mama. <laughs> and be like, hi, Lisa. My name is Nikki. You don't know that because I'm a stranger. Your son is, <laughs> is fondling my hair without my consent right now. Like, mm-hmm. because that's the only, shame is the only thing that people understand, I think, in situations It's real like that. and it's so sad. It's sad because in your head, especially for me, especially as a black woman, I'm like, bitch, I don't want to do it to you. I don't want to do it to you. But you don't give me no other fucking option. You give me no other like, choice. Like, first of all, people, now, I feel like, especially with social media and iPhones and all this shit, I feel like this has been a conversation where we've heard for years now. Do not touch our hair. Do not touch black women. Do not touch our hair. Don't touch my butt. Don't think it's cute to give me a slap on the ass. Like, stop oh, it. Stop it. You've heard slap. it everywhere. I hate the ass slap. But you've heard it everywhere. This is not a surprise. This is not new information. This is not new material. Nigga, this shit, we've been talking about this. Mm-hmm. So here, coming to you live and first, <laughs> cut your fuckery. <laughs> Knock the bullshit off. Cut the Knock bullshit. it off. And cut especially since I done said this shit on mic, if anybody... 
it thinks I'm fucking around. If you touch me, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Like, Because I, I feel like there's no other way to like, oh, you put your hands on me, you need to get hands put mm-hmm. on you. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In an uncomfortable, unpleasant way. One of my friends one of my friends suggested, she was like, look, the next time somebody touches you, you so that they can like understand how important it is, you need to touch them back. Like you need to, but not on a and like not in an innocuous place. Like not on the arm. You need to touch some titty or touch some dick. Slap a dick. Like like touch a cheek. Mm-mm. Put your my but friend Wacker a... told me to put my finger in people's mouth. Oh he was like, God. I bet you if you put your finger in somebody's mouth, they'll never touch anybody ever Bitch, again. I'm a, look, and I'm like, that's actually a really great idea. So Ty is gonna knock the fuck out of you the next time someone touches me. I'm gonna stick my finger in your mouth, and if I can do it, I might shove two of those motherfuckers in there. And just like swirl it around. And now you got to wonder the rest of the day where my fingers have been. Yeah. Now yeah. you know what it feels like or you, to or, touch somebody or you know, without their consent. Yeah, I'm going to start acting like a dog. Like, you touch me, I'm going to bite you, bitch. Like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking bite you. You know them dogs? Like you that, should just start you, barking you, you, at you know, people you know like them, DMX. You know them dogs that be sketched out and you look at them? Like, you, you look at the dog, the dog kind of looks sketchy. But for some reason, you're compelled to touch the fucking dog, right? <laughs> and, and, and you touch the motherfucker and he bites you immediately. Anybody touch me, you get bit on sight, cut. On sight. <laughs> on sight. Please bark after you do it. And then I'm going to bark. Bark at your bitch. I'm gonna bite you. I'm gonna bark at your bitch. Oh my god, you bit me, bitch! You touched me. What is wrong with I you? I cannot wait to see the news stories. Like black woman bites woman today in Walmart. I'm like, chomping at I, all you, all you motherfuckers look, that touch me. And this includes this includes butt slaps. This includes arms around. Just and hold on. Let me back up. Gay men, listen. Ooh, Honeys, I love you so much. I do. I love you. And look, if anybody know what the what the struggle is like, bitch, speak on it. A black woman, we understand speak your struggle, on bitch. It. However, I know you don't want to fuck me. That does not mean you get to touch me. I and and <laughs> and I wouldn't even bring it up if it didn't happen so, so goddamn much. It happens, girl. So. Fucking much. Just because you don't want to suck my titties don't mean you get to fucking touch them. Nah. It does it. It does it. And I don't even get, like, I don't. And that includes, like, the little tippity tap. That it, I don't know if you've gotten a little <laughs> tippity yeah, tap bitch. where they just, like, like, they just, like, tap it real quick. I'm like, fuck are you doing? Why are you dapping my titties? Why are you dapping my titties? Can I juggle your balls real quick? Because this is the equivalent of what you're doing. That also includes, you can't. I've accepted the fact that a lot of the culture of gay men comes from and stems from black women and vice versa. I get it. We are, we are molding into one a lot of times. That's fine. However, also do not force high fives on me. (laughs) Do not, do not force butt slaps on me. Like, like I, I was at a Lizzo concert and having the time of my life in new Orleans at a Lizzo concert. Lizzo. Lizzo, of all people. Yes. The one place that you should never, ever touch a black woman without her permission. And what happens? A little gay man comes behind me and juggles my booty cheeks as he walks away. It's the craziest shit and in the like, world. At, before I could even, re- like, just process what had happened this little 113 pound white woman went smooth the fuck off <laughs> she was, shout out to the allies shout out shout, shout out, out to the allies i mean i couldn't even process she was like what the fuck did you just die? i was like oh shit oh girl. shit she i mean she went smooth the fuck i fuck off. with a good ally girl i fuck I with, an ally. with a good ally and then and then it caused a ripple effect they were like fuck you fucker fuck it like that. <laughs> He was just walking in shame. Every woman he passed was like, what the fuck? You? And then one woman, she was my hero. She said, you're a fucking visitor here. You need to act like it. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Lord. She, that's the mic drop, bitch. That's the benediction. Oh you God. are a visitor, fucker. <laughs> Tabernacle. <laughs> Look, from the church of Nikki and Todd Tabernacle. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need to understand. Girl. You are a visitor. Don't be touching people. Don't be touching people. And and the whole time, that shit happens to me so much. And it's it's like, it's like, we can't make this shit up. This wouldn't be a conversation if this didn't fucking 
happen all the, all the fucking time. All, all the time. And I just want to be like, if you don't get your little sweaty, hot ass the fuck up <laughs> off of me, get your sweaty ass off. Because they nigga, always sweaty. always sweaty. Always sweaty. I'm like, bitch, I'm sweaty. I don't need another motherfucker that's sweaty touching me. I don't need your sweat. I don't need your sweat. I don't need your close talking. I don't need your, I don't need it. I don't need it. And actually, and, and to be honest, that is not racially specified. Hell I just mean gay men across in the board. general. And I guess I should say cis men. Because I, I haven't really had it happen with much other than gay cis men. Cis gay men. Yeah. So, just as a side note. And yeah. so, before, I don't know how much time we have. But I also wanted to, to talk about one thing before we stopped. Like, so... Okay. Um, as it pertains to bodies and having autonomy over our bodies and all that good stuff, um, I'm going to ask you for just like a little piece of advice for other people after I, so today or the yesterday, Jillian, what's that woman's name? Jillian Michaels, the little workout woman, the little workout woman who I just fucking hate in general, said some bullshit about Lizzo. And, she did. Oh yeah. She what the said fuck is bull- this? She said some bullshit about Lizzo, and then Lizzo's response: the was, one who talks like this. That yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. Li- <sighs> she looks. Mm. She looks like the crib keeper is what she looks like. She, her, neck, her whole her face looks like strong. it's stretched across some bones. I fucking hate her. Anyways, <laughs> so, <laughs> what did she say? Every time I see her, I'm just like, die slow, bitch. I can't. I can't <laughs> fucking oh, deal shit. with it. I fucking hate that woman. Um, like, I just, I fucking hate her. I hate her. Um, she said, oh, so she posted a tweet. Jillian Michaels on Lizzo. Why are we celebrating her body? Why does it matter? Why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Damn. Look at that. So, <laughs> is she crazy? <laughs> Hold up. How did black Twitter come for her? That's all I oh, want to know. Black, black Twitter told that ass up. Get into Look, her neck, bitch. Do yourself a favor. I haven't seen this yet. Do yourself a Oh. <clears throat> this is... <laughs> now, after, <laughs> after black Twitter tore that ass up... <laughs> Jillian Michaels responded, as I've stated repeatedly, repeatedly, we are all beautiful, worthy, and equally deserving. I also feel strongly that we love ourselves enough to acknowledge that there are serious health consequences that come with obesity, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, to name only a few. Now, mind you, this bitch don't have any idea whether or not Lizzo has any of those Cancer, things. Cancer, diabetes. I would never wish these things bitch. for anyone, and I would hope we priori- prioritize our health because we love ourselves and our bodies. This bitch is talking out of both sides of her ass and her mouth. First of all, <coughs> and Lizzo's response was classy as fuck. She essentially was just... Lizzo response, bitch! Oh, mm-hmm. oh, this is what happens when you take a social media break for three this days. Is, okay. Yeah, like, okay. like, Lizzo's response was classy as fuck. She, I mean, she essentially was just like, I don't owe you shit. Like, I don't owe my happiness to you or anybody else. I don't have to explain my happiness to you or anybody else. Like, <laughs> like mic drop, full stop. This is, in my opinion, why what we do is so fucking important, right? Anytime as a fat person, also a fat black woman, you have the audacity, or anybody, you have the audacity to love yourself and not give a fuck about what other people talk, what other people say about you. People got a problem with it. People gonna have an issue with it. Health, if you want to talk about health, fine. Be a doctor, talk about health. You're a fucking, you're a fucking personal trainer, bitch. That's what you are. You're a personal trainer. You're not an That's oncologist. It. You're not a fucking urologist or a neurologist or any of them ologists that I don't know how to pronounce. You are none of that <laughs> shit. You are a skinny bitch that works out and yells at people while she does it. So first of all, fuck out of here with that shit. But secondly, the audacity, the audacity for you to be upset that someone else loves themselves I, I the because that's what it boils down to nobody is talking about how healthy lizzo is nobody's talking about any of that everybody is standing her because she loves herself and she wants you to, to also love yourself. love yourself and bitches like jillian michaels are hungry and mad like and and you know what's interesting isn't isn't she a part of, is, is she is she a part of the LGBTQ community? I have no idea. I, I believe, certainly no, hope not. I hope not. No, I don't know. She, mm. I don't know. She problematic as fuck as I hate her and I hate Girl, her. But like this is know. what I'm talking about. So like 
when you hear stuff like this, I know I get pissed off. My 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 pressure was up. Uh, my yeah. pressure was up. I like I hate her on site regardless anyway, but my pressure was up as soon as I read that because you're not it's like you're mad because people are celebrating a person loving themselves. That's yeah. what you're mad about. Yeah. You turned it around to make it about your body and then suggested that she might have diabetes because she's black and she's fat. So of course she has diabetes, of course. Yeah. Of course she has. A, I can tell you how many people think I have diabetes. We all got the sugar. We all got the sugar. We all we got the sugar. Fuck out of here. You have to. Never mind the fact that she's doing amazing things for her community. Never mind the fact that she was just in Australia doing all kind of fantastic stuff. Jillian, what the fuck are you doing other than sitting on TV talking about fat people? Anyways, what do you... I know what I say to people. Like, when they ask me about loving myself and loving myself and fighting and combating people wanting to take ownership of my body and take ownership and tell me what to do with my body. I know what I say, and I say it a lot. People have heard it a million times. What do you say? How do you do it? How do you, one, keep ownership over your body, two, make sure that people understand your boundaries, three, keep plugging away at it when everything around us is like, no, let me tell you what you should do. No, this is what's good for you. No, 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 don't love yourself. This is what you should like. You should like this, not you. You're not good. This is what's good. How do you combat that? I combat that. It's, it's really interesting that you said that. I combat that in two very distinct ways. One, I do whatever the fuck I want. Literally, I do whatever the fuck I want and I don't care who tells me or who, who, who feels some type of way about it, who's angry, who's mad, who has something to say. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I genuinely don't. Like, bitch, if I want to go to the fucking beach in a gold bikini, you about to see my 275 pound ass at the beach. In, in a, a gold, gold bikini. <laughs> and I have seen the pictures and it is glorious. You know, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And guess what? You're going to enjoy yourself. Period. You're going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Because this is my body. This is who I am. Like, I, I had to learn. I had to learn through trial and error. I had to learn through so many stupid, like, dumb experiences that you have in your life. Growing up thick. Growing up big. Right. To love myself. I had to love, learn to love the cellulite on my legs. I had to learn how to love how big my legs are. Bitch, I had to learn how to love my fucking stretch marks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, if you don't love those things about you... You know what does that what does that do? Yeah, you that's that's how thing that's how, I think I think that's the big thing too. Like if you have to do, you know, people ask me how 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 how, and honestly, the thing that I do is I'm just good to myself. Yeah, I I do what I know my body likes. Like bitch, I love to be slathered in smelly lotion. I like the way my my skin looks in the sun, bitch. I so I go and I get in the sun. I like that. Like I, I make sure that I thank my body and give my body treats for for being so amazing and so awesome. And I don't talk shit about myself. And I'm not mean to myself. And I don't pick myself apart because that's how you let other people's bullshit in. Yeah. To me. That's how you let other people's bullshit in. That's how you give other people control over your body. That's how you do it. That's how you let that's how people seep into your brain to tell you you're not enough. Or you can't you can't you do can't. this or you can't You're not supposed you're to. You're not supposed to. You're not like supposed like to. you gotta like for me it's like you gotta let all that shit go. When you when you really love yourself and don't give a fuck about anybody else, like literally to me, that is the most powerful thing in the world. It takes some work. It takes work. It takes some work. Oh, this took years of work. Yeah. Like, this shit didn't just happen overnight. Do it, what you want. Do what you want. Wear, wear what, what you want. want. <laughs> Say what you want. Walk with, your, you want. Yeah. walk with your head up. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's weird because now I feel like I always get, like, you're just, if I could be confident like Ty. I hear that so much and it fucking kills me. I'm like, what do you mean if you could be confident like me? Bitch, you better walk with your head up. Like, right. pick, pick your chin up. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like the, it, and it's it breaks, it breaks my spirit. Cause I'm like, you know, if, if you could have learned, like, if I could have learned this 10 years ago, right. How to love myself the way that I love today. Same. It would have saved so much heartache Same. and trouble. And, Same. You know, and it saves a lot of, it, like somebody else said this now, I can't remember who it is. It is not a destination. It's a journey. So you're not going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, okay, that's it. I love myself forever. I'm going to be like this forever. I love everything about myself all the time forever. It is a fucking journey. 
you have to work at it. Yeah. You have to work every version of yourself. You have to work at having ownership of it and agency over it and loving it. You have to work at every fucking version. But it's worth it. It's worth it. And start that shit when you're young. You, if anybody young is hearing this shit, actually, yeah. fuck it. You ain't even got to be young. If you're still, we'll, we'll go back to the virgin shit. Like, just, your body is your body. If you want to stay a virgin, stay a virgin. If you want to get plastic surgery, get plastic surgery. You want to lose weight, lose weight. You want to gain weight, gain weight. Do it. Like, whatever. This shit is yours. That's it. It's yours. It's your body. Have ownership over it. Also, don't touch people with approach. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ty's biting motherfuckers in 2020. Roof, roof, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm biting and barking. So bring on the bullshit. And I'm sticking my fingers in your mouth. <laughs> Okay, I want to thank Ty for sitting in with me today. Thank you so much. It has been awesome having you here. Um, you can find Ty on Facebook. You can find her on Instagram. And um, you can also find her at Fat Bottom Cabaret, producing our shows. Thanks again for coming. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Nikki Devon. And that's spelled N-I-K-K-I. D-A-V-A-U-G-H-N. You can support me at my work on Patreon.com. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tell me how much you love me and why. Um, This is Fat and Black in Texas. I am Nikki Devon, and you are fucking awesome.